What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Friday live stream. Welcome to the first live stream of 2022. We're here. We are back. I even have a cup of coffee to celebrate using the uh, patented when we were young coffee mug. <laughs> Got to do it. Um, yeah, man, we took a couple weeks off for the holidays. I hope everybody had an awesome holiday. I hope you had an amazing Christmas. If you celebrate that, an amazing New Year, uh, all the things. I hope it was fun. I hope you took some time off. I definitely did. I unplugged for like two weeks and it was great. Uh, by unplugged, I mean like I didn't do like half the things I do, but I did like I was in here every day doing stuff. So anyway, um, yeah, man, I'm glad I'm happy to be back. I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to have had some time off. I'm super recharged, energized, ready to go. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good year, y'all. Broken T, what's up, man? First in the chat. I love it, dude. Happy New Year, Tom and everyone. Let's make it our year. Dude, for real. Let's go, man. 2022 is going to be a very good year. I can feel it. Bestiario, what's up, man? Hello. Rex, hey, Tom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, Green Ring, happy New Year, everyone. Yo. Let's see. Uh Pat Police, up? What's up? Bestiario, first question. What's the best strategy or platform to promote NFTs? Ooh, great question, man. We're going to get into that. Um, in fact, I have a surprise. I have a couple surprises for you guys uh, on today's live stream. So I have reworked a few things in the live stream for 2022. First of all, as you can see, the layout is a little bit different. Um, we have a chat window on the side here, so I can now take these live streams and pull out some clips that there's like some nuggets that people are like, oh, that was good. Uh, that's good advice. You haven't touched on that yet or something, whatever. I can pull clips from this and there will be context here in the clips with the chat inside of the screen here. So that's super exciting. Um, and then also I have figured out a way to broadcast both music, which hopefully you hear in the background right now. I've never had music in the live stream, which I feel like is sorry, sorely lacking for like however long we've been doing this, like what, 13, 14 months. Um, so now we've got a little background music, which is cool. And then also we're going to hop into my desktop and pick through some website stuff. So now I have the ability to show you my ads manager, show you the NFTs I'm working on, um, show you my release plan. Like we can pick through all of it. We can now check out people's music on Spotify. Like we can start doing a live stream where we do maybe like a, a monthly live stream where you submit your music uh, to a link. I'll give you a link. You drop the link to your song in there. I'll get like a Google, uh, you know, a sheet of all the links. And then we'll just go through. I'll make a playlist and we'll listen to everybody's tracks. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So now we can do that. Um, we can also build tracks on here. We can uh, produce music. We can check out mixes. We can check out sessions. We can uh, build NFTs. A ton of different stuff is going to be coming in the live stream this year compared to um, last year. So a bit more stuff coming. Um so we'll hop, we'll hop into the desktop in a minute, but um, let's see, BCR, I'll answer your question. So first question, what's the best strategy or platform to promote NFTs? So 
we'll dig into this further once we open up the the screen here but um the the biggest one is OpenSea. it's the kind of household name of nft platforms it's um the most well known the most volume um and it's on ethereum however they've just added in um the uh, ability to make um nfts on polygon so no you can make a collection and make nfts for literally nothing and then um you can add in or you can um add you know downloadable content and all kinds of stuff so and the gas fees are super low so if somebody buys your nft they're paying very little gas fees too um so i would look at OpenSea first i've done a bunch of videos on that uh, we're going to look at OpenSea today Another one that I've just recently learned about is called Mint Songs. We can take a look at that. It's on Polygon as well. The ones I'm more excited about are on Solana, but there's not, I haven't found a perfect music NFT platform on Solana yet. So I'm looking at that. I'm trying to define, trying to find the best music specific NFT platform on Solana. I love Magic Eden on Solana. I love Digitalize, SoulSea. Those are all great platforms, but none of them are like music focused. There's one called Nina Market that I haven't played with yet, but I plan to, so I'm gonna report on that. Um, that's on Solana. And then also I would be remiss if I didn't mention Fanfare, which is now being built on Flow. Fanfare.fm used to be NFTFM. That's a great uh, site as well and a great team behind that. So that's my answer for now, but we'll dig into some stuff. Um, let's see, you guys are flying by on me. Um, so, uh, hey, everybody, Shape of the Sun, what's up? Happy New Year, me. <laughs> new Year, new me, Zarvi. I love it, dude. That's what's up. Um, let's see, Rex. All right, second question. I'm reaching out to visual artists I know from Discord to collab on a small NFT project. What would be a fair percentage to give them for making, for making eight different pieces of art? Um, man, I, I, I struggle to give you a, a direct answer on that. It depends on... You don't want to give them 50. You want to maintain the majority ownership so that you can have a say about, you have the final say about what's going on with your project. 70-30 always feels like a good split to me. That's generally where I go with stuff. So I'll say that. Um, but I would do it, you know, something that's commensurate with what they're putting in. Um, let's see. Uh, cool live stream upgrades. Thanks, Green Ring. Appreciate it. Uh, or, or would I typically pay them up front? Rex, I would, if you have the money to pay them up front, I would pay them up front first. I think that's the move. Keep as much equity as you can. Um, also, you're not having to rely on a third party to make decisions and stuff. I think that's a better move. Um, Uros, hey, happy new year to you too, buddy. Thanks for being here today, man. Um, let's see. Canal, great additions. This is awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, dude. Thank you. I've, I've worked very hard on it. <laughs> Uh, Kaifos, happy new year, dude. Yeah. What's up, man? Uh, glad to see you pushing strong into 2022. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Glad you're here, man. Um, let's see. D rock. Very excited. Love it. Um, Rex, I'm loving Tezos blockchain and object is the marketplace. Got introduced to it through Mike Shinoda and his mixtape, uh, PFP project. Yes. I didn't get one of those. I missed out, but I did get the email cause I'm on Mike Shinoda's list because I love Mike Shinoda. Obviously we all know this. Um, and I've looked into um, Tezos a little bit, but not a lot. It is on my list of things to do this year. So I'm glad you brought that up, Rex. Um, let's see, Green Ring, just watched uh, yesterday's video and I like the idea of more targeted markets. Yeah, me too, man. Um, wondering how you go about 
uh, capping a specific ad set. Just don't want to mess up campaign budget optimization. Cool. Yeah, we can hop into that. In fact, I think that's a good place to start. So let's uh, let's check out the new uh, live stream upgrades here. And we'll hop over to the desktop. Hopefully this will work. Can everybody see this? Is this visible to everybody? Hopefully it is. Um, see our chat went away, but that's okay. Um, maybe it'll come back once you guys start typing. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so to cap your budget, let's see, that's the question, right? Yeah, green ring. All right, to cap your budget. Um, <clears throat> so if we go in here, this is my current growth campaign. This is the one from the video yesterday. So this is the one where I capped the budget. So if we edit this um, and uh, go down here, so you've got budget and schedule, this box right here. This is where you do it. There's this little options tab underneath. So you check this options tab, you go to edit, you select add spend limits, and then I capped it at a daily maximum of $1 a day. You can also set a minimum. So if like you wanted to set a minimum for okay cool you guys can see it awesome thanks for the feedback man um cool and our chat's working dude this is great i expect some sort of hiccup to happen with all these new things i've added to the live stream but so far off to a good start let's go <laughs> um so you can cat you can set a, a daily minimum as well the reason i set a daily maximum here instead of like i could have set a minimum on the like uh, US ad set, and I could have set a minimum on the UK, Australia, Canada ad set, but that would have been two minimums versus one maximum. And because this is the one that I really wanted to control, this is the one that made the most sense to me to cap. So that's why I did it this way. And I do, re I, I think I'm gonna go so far as to say I recommend doing a maximum, a cap on one or two versus a minimum spend. I feel like when you put a maximum on it, it works better. I, I don't have much more than anecdotal data to back that up, but um, that's my gut feeling so far. Also, Green Ring, uh, it was you who asked this, right? Yeah, on uh, yeah, campaign budget optimization, this won't mess with that. It won't screw up your campaign, uh, your budget. We won't go back into learning phase, nothing like that. So you're good to do this. I still wouldn't do it more than every few days. Um, just to be safe, but this won't affect any of that. So you're good um, if you do that. All right, let's exit out of here. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. I got to increase the text on this eventually. Path Police, has anyone run Facebook ads lately? I ran one and spent 40 euros and did not get a single conversion. That's no good. First time that happened, I'm not sure if this has to do with the detailed targeting issue. It definitely could have something to do with it. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a setup issue or it might be like one country, one or two countries is giving you bad traffic. I'd look into the details on that. Let's see, BCRA, what about splits and NFTs? Do you know if there's a way to split uh, sales instead of having the sales straight to a wallet? Yeah, so you can use what's called a multi-sig wallet. Um, there are ways to do it if you know code. So you can code in a split into the smart contract or into the program on Solana and split out royalties for your nft sales based on contribution so it, like bcr if you and i made a project together we went in 50 50 we can just put that into the code so that we each get 50 percent of every single sale and if we have a five percent royalty on secondaries secondaries we each get two and a half percent and you just build that into the code you can do that i don't know how to do it offhand because i'm not adept at coding i'm trying to learn 
but there is a way to do it. If um, you want to do it through like a just regular minting site like OpenSea or something, you can use a multi-sig wallet where you and I would both have to sign the transaction to uh, deposit funds or, or uh, withdraw funds from the wallet. And we can go in there and like once a month do the math and then we, you know, we send ourselves each 50% of whatever's in there. So that's another way to do it. Um, I'm trying to remember, I think, what are the names of those multi-sig wallets? I can't remember. Um, there's a bunch of different multi-sig wallets out there that can allow you to do that. See, Dan, happy new year. Happy new year to you too, man. <laughs> wow. That was a jumbled sentence. Happy new year to you too. There we go. Using my words. Um, Let's see. I uh, wanted to give you a shout out for the idea of using an ad set budget cat to control certain countries. Oh, yeah, that's what's up from eating your whole budget. Yeah, for real. Like the look of that new growth campaign. Man, I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm glad it worked for you too, man. That's good. Uh, let's see. Rex. Oh, yeah, I missed the net. Uh, well, by now I own like 15 cigarettes. <laughs> let's see. Uh, yep, yep. Okay, you can see it. Cool. Are you still running the same placements on these ads? Yes. So let's take a look at that. So these are all, um, we'll just go to this. We'll go to the US ad set. They're all the exact same as far as placements go. So yes and no, I guess. Um, I'm only doing Instagram placements now. Instagram stories, in fact. I'm only doing one placement. So no Facebook stories, no Messenger stories, no Reels. I'm not testing anything else. I'm just running Instagram stories. That's it. Because if we look at the performance, I mean, we'll just look at the performance of this ad set, I guess, over its lifetime. Well, no, this would be a bad one. Um, let's go look at, um, we'll do this. We'll look at my growth campaign from last year. Here, do charts. And we'll do performance for, we'll just go maximum. Okay, and if we go to platform, you see that, Almost like virtually all of my traffic has come from Instagram throughout the entirety of last year. Um, and this this campaign started like December of 2020. So throughout the last over over year, virtually all of my traffic has come from Instagram. So I just leaned into that. I just stopped. In fact, in the last couple of ad sets inside of this old growth campaign, I just stopped adding Facebook and Messenger in there because I wasn't, I never got any traffic from Messenger. Originally, when I first started doing this, I understood it to be like, you want to, there's no competition on Messenger, so it's a good place to advertise. You get cheap results because nobody else is advertising there. But, and, and, and like the argument that like Spotify likes traffic to come from everywhere, I now believe that. People won't advertise on Messenger because it's just simply not effective. <laughs> um, and I think the traffic coming from everywhere for Spotify has less to do with platform and more to do with location. So as long as you have multiple countries, I think, or multiple cities, or even multiple IP addresses, I think is really what it boils down to for Spotify. As long as you have multiple IP addresses, I think that's what matters. If you send all your traffic from one IP address, then that's obviously a bot, right? Um, which has happened to me on accident before. Like if we look, I'll show you here. So we go to my audience tab here and we go to streams um, since 2015. So there's this bump. 
today I got it's like three thousand streams in one day, but it was not. I think it's zoomed in too, zoomed out too much. It was one listener in one town, <laughs> and it was a bump in the middle of these two bumps here that didn't work. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I just started doing Instagram only, and that has worked great inside of uh, this campaign. So that's what I'm doing now. Uh, Ryan, what's up, man? TD3, what's up, my man? How you doing, man? I hope you had a good birthday. That's the last time I talked to you. Hope you had a good holiday, dude. Happy New Year. Um, very straightforward. Cool. Awesome, Green Ring. I'm glad that works. Um, so yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's what I'm working on right now is just um, Instagram only. Um, we can take a look. Here, I'll switch you back here so you can see what I'm doing. We can take a look at like this last... What do I do? Maximum. That's what I want. So like looking at... Filter this. Uh, filter by selection. So like this is, you know, Spotify growth, 2021, 10 bucks a day. This is what we ended up with last year. So obviously we spent a little bit of money, um, but it was worth it. I think because we're almost at 10,000 followers on Spotify, which is cool. So 11 cents per conversion. Um, 0.63 click-through rate and the reason I'm excited about this new one um, is because the click-through rate is just so much higher like if you look at that so obviously the cost is a little bit higher that's okay the click-through rate is like double and then you go in here and you see the click-through rates per ad set I mean it's just like significantly higher because of probably the English lyrics and English text so um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm pumped about the new the new setup. I think it's going to be good. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Bestiaria, how's your online course doing? Man, it's doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, we've got a good little community in there. Uh, everybody seems to have been really... I've gotten, put it this way, knock on wood, I've gotten zero negative feedback from anybody who's taken the course about the content. Everybody's enthusiastic about it. Everybody has raved about the... Uh, organization of it, the fact that it's that I've organized it into sort of like a hybrid course, hybrid reference section, I think has been really, really effective. Every video, with the exception of one video in the course, every video is less than five minutes long. Most are two to three minutes maximum. So they're all very little digestible nuggets. So it's like, how do I make a lookalike audience? I go to that video. I don't go to this video for this whole section and then scroll to scrub to find where I want to go. Just go to that video. And it's like that throughout. So that's been really good. So the feedback's been great. There is one part that is not working that great in my opinion, and that's the community aspect. Everybody in there has been super cool and enthusiastic, but the platform I've chosen, Thinkific, the community features are very limited and I'm not happy with them. I think it has hurt uh, community interaction and the ability to help one another. So what my plan is, is to my, keep the course portion where it is. I think the course platform is awesome. I think the course is working well there. And I think I'm going to take the community portion. I think I'm going to move it to Discord because Discord is far more powerful. And what my plan is, is to create a couple of tiers of accessibility inside of a Discord server. 
where the Discord server is free to access for everybody. But then there's an, an academy portion in the Discord where if you're a student, you get access to the academy portion. If you're not, you don't. So there'll be like a general chat for everybody. There'll be some NFT stuff and all kinds of things like that. If you want to talk course, there is one place to do it. And it's in that chunk. So you have to be a student to do that. So I think that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm also going to try to build in eventually maybe some NFT access uh, chats and um, categories in the Discord uh, where you have to hold a certain NFT of mine to have access to it. And I want to treat that kind of like an insider club. Um, my plan is to probably give you access to exclusive merchandise and exclusive content and, and other kinds of things that you just can't get anywhere else. So <clears throat> kind of basically three levels. It'll be like everybody and then student level and NFT level. So the, like student and NFT won't be in any particular order this way. It'll just be like everybody in these two branches is kind of the way I'm thinking about it. So I'm actually almost done building out a discord server. My, my hope is that I'll get to announce that and drop the link in the next live stream, which will be two weeks from now. Um, so we'll have a discord. I've had a lot of people asking me about discord and community and stuff. And so I want to launch one and I don't, I don't want it to be just paid. Um, I certainly want to have a paywall portion because the people who have paid for courses and ultimately will end up paying for other things that I drop deserve to have a siloed portion for them. And I think that's important, but I also want to have a, a full access portion for anybody who either doesn't want the help, doesn't need the help, doesn't have the money, whatever, but just wants to have community and want that to be a thing too. So figuring that out. So getting pretty close on that, which is cool. I'll switch back to this since we're in here. Um, let's see. Uh, Shape of the Sun. Yeah, Discord works. Cool, Bestiario. Like it. Shape of the Sun. Something I found interesting with my last single campaign. Okay, a Reels-only placement campaign performed better than my normal placements campaign. That's very interesting. Um, reels are... I think if you can figure Reels out, Reels are really effective. Um, it's just different than stories. I think one of the mistakes a lot of people make is like, let's make a stories ad and then we'll just check the reels box too. And that doesn't work. So you got to think about something that's native for the platform, native for the format rather. Um, I started testing some reels um, and actually YouTube shorts this week. I tried to, I tried to do TikTok at the beginning of last year and burn out because I tried to do one every single day and I did it for like two weeks and I was like, oh, this is exhausting. So right now I'm just trying to do one a week. I'm trying to do one on TikTok, one on Reels, one on YouTube Shorts. This week I posted kind of different things and I'm mixing and matching. Pretty soon I think I'm going to start posting the same thing every single week on all three platforms and do that for a time and see how it works and see what works on each platform. Because I have some theories about what content works on which platform but I want to test it and see let's see BCRIO reels are new in many countries now so Instagram pushes them yeah that's for real um, they're like they really incentivize you to get involved with reels and dude the reach on them is crazy I mean I posted one yesterday it's the first one I've ever done super short super simple it's got like 3,000 views or something like I know that's not crazy high engagement necessarily um but 
like the eyeballs you can get in front of it's, it's insane how much it pushes it out um and the short i posted it's got like 11 or 1200 views in a very short period of time um so it's pretty wild that short form video there's something to it man um broken tea you're putting me on the spot dude what's the plan for the music video you knew i wouldn't forget i knew you wouldn't forget and i don't have a plan yet and i'm sorry <laughs> but we will get one together <laughs> um yeah i so we've got one for when we were young at the very least i think doing one for lions is smart i gotta figure that out Ideally, I would love to do one for Lions and for Hero because I think both of those songs, if I were to pick three songs from my album, what will become the album that are the winners, I think it's When We Were Young, Hero, and Lions. I think those are the three winners. So I'd love to have videos for all three. So no plan as of yet, but I have not forgotten. I promise you, we will do something. Um, See, so yeah, yeah, the second reels will only have a tenth of that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Well, here's what's funny. Like, so I don't need to look at my phone. I posted a video to Reels. It's very short. It's very simple. It's I arguably very stupid, but I wanted to test something. My theory is that for Reels, it works to have a pretty video with no text and no talking. It's kind of Instagram extended. You want to kind of flex the best version of what you've got. That's what Instagram is. So I did that. 3,000 views. Posted the same video on TikTok. 14 views. My theory about TikTok is you want less polished, little to no talking, and text on your videos with a trending sound. I also used, I don't know if it's trending, but I used a popular sound on Instagram. So I think that's a factor. On YouTube shorts, my theory is background music or no music, all talking. Some text or no text. Because... Yes, this is why. On Instagram, pretty wins. That's what Instagram is built for. Pretty. Pretty pictures, pretty videos, pretty reels. It should look aesthetically pleasing. TikTok is for like viral in your living room content. If it's too pretty, it's almost like if it's too pretty, it's not going to work. It needs to be raw. That's what makes you, TikTok wants you to be real. They want you to be authentic. That's what the audience responds to over there. So I think that's what works. And then for shorts on YouTube, the whole point of YouTube, unless you're watching some sort of cinematic Peter McKinnon video, but even Peter does this, is talking. I mean, here I am talking on the internet. All of my videos is talking, talk, talk, talk. So I think talking in shorts is what wins. Dancing does not work for shorts. Pointing at text does not work for shorts. You want to deliver a short, concise message within 15 seconds or less with your voice. So I think that's what works on shorts. The one I posted here on shorts that has like 1,100 views or something. It's literally me talking, no music, some green screen stuff in the background, one piece of overlaid text. That's it. So that's my theory right now. That's what we're going to test. We'll see. Um, so now that we've picked apart that... There are a few things I want to look over here. The next thing I wanted to show you guys today is my release plan. So we're going over here to Amuse. As you all know, I moved to Amuse when I was changing my artist name. I tried to move back to DistroKid. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there in the universe one time and then I'll be done with it. I tried to go back to DistroKid. 
could not, they would not put my music under my new artist name without giving me an all new profile. So I stayed here. So that's why I'm an Amuse. Actually love Amuse. Um, they don't have any sort of affiliate program or anything. I just like them. I like the CEO, I like their team. If you want to join Amuse, it's great. So that's what I'm using. Um, so this is what the first six months of the year is going to look like for my releases. So we've got um, one, two, three, four, five EPs or five releases, I guess, that are going to come out. And I've learned a few things. <clears throat> so first of all, I'll talk you through what's up with all of them. Um, so the first release comes out uh, in two weeks, Friday, January 21st. And this is all music I've released before with the exception of an intro and an outro on the record and on the EPs. Uh, let's see. Question. Burrows. Hey, Tom, have you ever received the creative fatigue flag or any on any of your assets? If so, uh, how did you combat it? No, I have not run into that yet. I have seen it happen to others, but it has not happened to me. So if it happens, um, I think it's best to start using a new piece of ad creative, put a new start a new ad set, new ad creative, or maybe expand or contract your lookalike audience from 90 to 60 to 30 or out to 60 to 90 days or even out to 180 if you wanted to to get new data in there sort of like mix it around um so not me personally but that's what i would recommend if it does happen so this one comes out in two weeks and this release has um two tracks on it so i've got the intro and then into the wolves which has already come out and then the next one, this is the whole waterfall thing, right? So the next one has the intro, Shade to the Wolves, and then When We Were Young. And then the nerd, the, the next one, the nerd one, <laughs> the third one um, has four tracks. And then the fourth one has all five tracks all the way through We Can Run. And then here's the interesting part. These two are basically the same but I wanted the EP to have its EP title. So I'm actually re-releasing it, the exact same body of work as the EP. And all these come out four weeks apart. And I changed, like, if you can see the cover art here, like you look at To The Wolves, basically what I did is I created this dark figure and overlaid him on the existing artwork. So this is the artwork for To The Wolves. I took out the primary figure in every single one of these and just left the background and then added this little figure to kind of like keep it cohesive. So that's my plan for the first six months. The next six months after that, the end of the year will look pretty much the same, um, but with a different central figure and obviously on different um, backgrounds. So that's the plan. Um, let's see. Then I discovered something else, uh, recently actually too. Uh, let's see. I'm late. What's up, Tom? Mark. Yo, what's up, dude? Um, I see you pimp the stream. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, I did. I did my very best. Um, still here to answer questions in this format, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I added some stuff to, uh, to do some walkthroughs, man. Um, let's see, get a little coffee here. So, let's see. 
Oh, it looks like everybody dropped out. Oh, well, I guess I'm not entertaining today. <laughs> um, let's see, after that, we'll go back here. So, uh, Mark, I was just walking through, because <clears throat> I've added the screen here, walking through um, like what my ad setup looks like for the year and um, looking at my release schedule with all my releases and stuff that I've got lined up for the, for the first six months at least right here as well. See, Dan, interested to see how your waterfall goes. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, I did a test with my single and a second release of the single with a B-side. Did not end up deleting the OG release because I noticed that Music Stacks created a second version. Okay. It didn't carry over the popularity score. Very interesting to know. Okay. Uh, that's good to know, man. I, I had somebody ask on a video this week, why delete the old ones? And I think this time around, I'm considering not deleting them. Because that this is a great reason why that you've just mentioned, but also the whole point of my channel is to show you what I'm doing. And if I delete them, then you can't really see the paper trail. And I think it's important that you're able to see the paper trail because you guys know what's going on right now, real time. A year from now, somebody may not know and they may not have been here in real time. So I want that person to be able to look back historically and follow along with what I'm doing. Um, Let's see, the OG release does not appear on my Spotify profile, even though I didn't get rid of it. Interesting. I wonder if you pulled it down, if that popularity score would bump over on music stacks, if that would be the case. Because um, I think what happens is like, because you use all the same metadata, the new release basically layers on top of it according to Spotify. So you've got um, the new artwork and the new like release title applies on top of the old track. I think is how that works. Um, let's see. Waviest one. All right, Tom, love the channel. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it, man. A uh, question regarding cost per click for Facebook ads. Yeah. If you make uh, an ad that generally performs poorly, uh, 50 cents to 60 cents, has a change in content ever managed to get the price down? Uh, yes, for sure. So usually those kinds of things either come down to the age demographic you're targeting the location, or most importantly, above all of those is the ad creative itself. So if you have high cost, the first thing you want to look at, you want to weed out any, any bad, any obviously bad, if there's a bad country or you need to narrow your age or something like that, weed that out first. But then you want to look at the visual creative first and then the section of the song. Those are the things that you want to check out. Um, let's see, Broken Tea, are you releasing new songs? You mentioned you were starting to write again. These are so these are all existing songs. Um, this is all my catalog that is currently out. I'm just doing it in this format to test this, um, and because I really want to try this method and I really want to put together this cohesive body of work of two EPs and then an album. I'm just excited about that. I think that's cool, and so that's my plan for now is to do that. Uh, I'm, I'll be releasing new new music probably next year. But my plan is to write a lot here on the stream, actually, um, for the new record that will come out next year or will start getting released next year. And I want to do a bunch of collabs. Ideally, I would collab on most of the tracks on the new record. So I want to build a lot of that here on the stream. I want to collaborate. I'd like to probably do 10 songs again, and I would like to probably collaborate with, well, so we do eight songs and an intro and outro again. 
I love to collaborate on eight songs um, with people from here on the channel in the community. And I think the place I want to start, I want to try to make that happen is probably in the Discord. So there'll be like a collab section in the Discord. And I'll probably want to probably pick eight people and make a song with each of you. I think that would be a ton of fun. So that's my plan right now. Let's see, uh, Canal. YouTube kept trying to play other videos just now. Some weird glitch. Oh, weird. <laughs> no, I'm not bored watching this. <laughs> Thanks, Canal. Appreciate you, man. Um, let's see. I wonder if it's because I have um, uh, what you call uh, I have monetization on. I might turn monetization off for these when we go live, and then turn it back on like after they're live. Maybe that's what it is. Like trying to like do bumper ads on you. If that's the case, if anybody sees a bumper ad, let me know. Um, cause that's frustrating and lame and I don't want that to happen. Um, I just do it by default when I upload stuff. So I'll, I'll turn that off if I need to. Let's see, Dan, uh, you can technically still get to the other releases through my favorites, but my profile just shows the new one. Yeah, that makes sense, dude. Yo, Cray TV. What's up, man? Hey, new look to the stream. Looking good. Appreciate you, man. Have you ever used DistroKid? Uh, if who would you say is better, Distro or Muse? Yeah, so I used to use both. I started out testing both. I love DistroKid. If you're with DistroKid and you don't want to move to a Muse, all good. DistroKid is great. I moved to a Muse because they would change my artist name. I did that in 2020. Um, and then when I went to move back to DistroKid, they wouldn't let me uh, with my new artist name without creating a new profile for everything. And I wasn't going to do that and want to lose all my data. Um, <clears throat> but... Like I said, I was with both. Um, so, Kanal, you keep getting kicked? Dude, that's weird. Okay, maybe something's up. Um, it does keep interrupting with ads? Okay. Thank you, Dan. I will turn that off. Uh, I don't know if I can turn it off right now midstream, but I will definitely turn it off before the next stream. I'm really sorry about that, man. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Um yeah good call thanks for telling me dan canal i'm sorry man that's frustrating won't happen again guys i promise you um so um yeah so uh cray i i like amuse i like amuse i will say equally to distro kid maybe marginally better because distro kid has more options but just but amuse is easier to me because there are fewer options it's simpler and they have a great mobile app and their analytics are easy. All this stuff is very user-friendly to me. I'm also a design nerd. I like layout, obviously. Um, the Amuse layout is really good to me. So it's easier for me to use. That's why I, I like Amuse. But I will you'll never hear me trash DistroKid. I love DistroKid. I love those dudes over there. They have a great product. Use it if you want to, for sure. Um Let's see, Mark. Has anyone tried to pump a song from popularity 20 to 30 with ads to get it to Discover Weekly? Okay. I have a nice, fairly cheap campaign going and wonder how many streams I need per day. Um, I have seen others try without much success. I myself have not done that, but I'll be doing that this year with all these songs because they're already out and the metadata is already live. So watch and see. We'll see what happens. Um, Let's see. Uh, Waviest one. Thanks for the reply, man. Yeah, no problem, dude. Uh, in terms of changing the creative, what do you find works best for you? I tried. Uh, I tend to keep it at cover art with streaming platform icons with a simple background. So, um, well, let's take a look. Um, let's see. Facebook. There we go. 
I'll show you exactly the ads I'm using. Uh, we'll go all, we'll go all ads, and let's look for me. So my ads are very, very simple. I'm not gonna play it because it'll be loud. Well, I guess I will. Sure, why not? It's probably gonna be super loud. I'm sorry if it's. Yeah, that's mega loud. So that's it. It's very, very basic. Listen on Spotify, swipe up. That's what's happening. Um, and I, I only focus on Spotify. Um, I only focus on one platform. And then the landing page only has one platform too. So uh, you go here. This is the, the landing page for Hero. <clears throat> so it looks exactly like the ad. Um, so when you go through... You have the same user experience, which is important, I think. So that's what I do. Um, yeah, can all you have premium getting kicked? Okay, got it. I got bumped in a bunch of ads. Dude, that is so frustrating. I'm like shooting myself in the foot. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna go back here. I bet I can go turn this off real quick. Uh, let's turn monetization off for this. There, save. Okay. All right, I turned monetization off for this video. So now maybe uh, it'll stop booting everybody because that's super frustrating. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, you don't know until you know, right? Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Waviest one, Mark. I recently had two songs get on Discover Weekly for the first time with popularity, like early 20s. Okay. My next question, last one. Doesn't have to be the last one, man. It's all good. Uh, is my tracks only got 20 streams combined from DW? What gives? Um, yeah. So, uh, I think, uh, your, the amount of bump you get from discover weekly can vary. Uh, it changes depending on the week, depending on the metrics you get the week before. Um, we'll go, I know I'm jumping back and forth on you guys. I'm sorry about that. But like, if we go here, like, so for the last 28 days, both Lions and Hero have gotten good streams on Discover Weekly, but sometimes this is fairly low. Um, sometimes it'll only be a few streams. So this week, yeah, so like this week is only 89 streams. Uh, that Those numbers don't add up to 89. Uh, oh no, 89 listeners, sorry, 127. Um, I was looking at the wrong column. So 57, 5,700 streams in the last month, but only 120 something in the last seven days. So the bumps, like they vary depending on what has happened the week before. That's a huge factor. So that's why, that's why, um, let's see. Uh, okay. Cray TV. Oh, okay. Thanks. Appreciate that. And yeah, I'm with distro kid. Okay but always to make sure my release is sent in four weeks before. Yeah, that is frustrating. Amuse has this thing called fast forward. No, fast lane. They do have a thing called fast forward where you get paid in advance, but they have a thing called fast lane release where you can request a fast lane release in two weeks. They don't guarantee it. I mean, it's a CYA sort of thing, but uh, it always happens. It has always happened for me. I've always gotten it out in two weeks. So um, that could be worth checking out if you want to. Um, okay. Uh, 
I recently saw some song with popularity of early 20s and wondered if only the popularity statistic was delayed. Maybe they changed the minimum criteria. Man, maybe. Uh, Kanal, you're getting on Discover Weekly with 26 or 27, almost a 30. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That gives me hope for my re-release uh, waterfall strategy that will that we'll get on there. That's cool. That's exciting. Um, so here's one thing I wanted to share with y'all. Anybody who's considering um, a waterfall release of re-releasing songs. So my I, my thought was I would re-release these songs and every song I'll push to release Radar and for Discover Weekly and for editorials, each and next song. And then I'll use the most successful song from all the songs and push again. As it turns out, I can't do that. So this has kind of thrown a little bit of a wrench in my gears for my plan this year. Still going to do it because it is what it is. But I am not able to pitch to the Wolves for this upcoming release, which is very frustrating but again, it is what it is. It says this song went live with a previous release. Only unreleased songs can be submitted for playlist consideration. My understanding before I did this was that a song could be added to a new release and then be eligible again. But obviously, uh, that's not the case. So fair warning for everybody out there. Uh, if you're planning on doing this, know that in advance. Uh, I have fallen on the sword, unfortunately, but is what it is. Um, so let's see. Let's look at some NFTs. You guys want to look at some NFTs? Let's look at some NFTs. I made some new NFTs, you guys. So here it is. OpenSea slash collection slash circuits dash EP. Um, I made a bunch of NFTs for my circuits EP. And I'm going to use this collection to test a bunch of stuff here on OpenSea. I tested Polygon, so this is all on Polygon. And I'm gonna do a bunch of videos about this as well, because like now that you can do it on Polygon, it's just so much cheaper. Um, I think that this will work out better than Ethereum gas fees. Um, Let's see. Uh, let me catch up on the chat here. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, you got it, Cray. Uh, Boo Rose. I currently have a song at 26% popularity. Okay. Released a few months ago. Uh, could you give a breakdown of what you would do in this position to create a campaign to help push it to get on Discover Weekly? Okay. Um, although I mentioned to you a while ago that Spotify for Artists was showing me I was getting some streams from DW very low. I've been on DW one time in the past and got a massive surge, wondering why this time around it's very low. I want to create a new campaign to help it potentially reach 30 popularity in hopes of getting a larger push. Uh, all right, so what would I do to create a campaign to get it on DW? Yeah, so um, let's come back here. So I would basically, you know, I would, I would make it a release campaign. So I'd make a campaign. I would make it for conversions. I'd make one ad set. Uh, I'd drive it to all of your territories uh, that you want to cover in here. Uh, so this is just the United States, obviously. But if you wanted to go to all the like North America, South America, Europe and Oceania, I would probably leave out Asia and Africa. Um, and then at the ad, I would go to all stories or just Instagram stories. 
that's me. Um, and then here, uh, all this stays the same. And instead of going to um, the, you know, from the landing page, instead of going directly to your profile from here, I just go directly to the song. Because the whole point is just to drive a ton of streams to the song. So that's how I would do it if it were me. And I would basically run it like a release campaign. Big budget, short window of time. Uh, let's see. Dan, okay, I had it like that on my waterfall test. I could pitch the B-side, but the OG song said already pitched. Yeah. Uh, it did give me a new live counter on the OH track, though, as well as the B-side. Okay, that's good to know. My, my hope is this, Dan. Um, my hope is that even though I can't submit it for pitching and I can't submit it for release radar that if it gets a high enough popularity in the first week it will get pushed to the release radar of people who have never had it on their release radar so my followers may not get it but new people might get it so we'll see if I can get it to a popularity score of 20 then I think we can do that which let's see what the popularity score is for um to the wolves right now I know it's not going to be high because that song has never had much push at all in fact I don't think I even I didn't even try to playlist this song when I first put it out I just put it out and did nothing yeah so it's got 12% but the cool thing is it usually takes the first half of the first week to get it to 12% like I'm usually not to 12% popularity until like Tuesday so already we're starting out from a higher percentage so hopefully i can get it to 20 and then we'll test so we'll see um but thank you for sharing your experience with that dan that's good to know man i hate i didn't <laughs> do my research ahead of time to know this but it is what it is we're gonna roll with it we're gonna make it work um let's see so cadu i'm just gonna say it like that sorry if i'm mispronouncing it uh, if you're from a foreign country when using DistroKid, I advise you to check your tax agreement. Yes, I've heard this from a lot of people from outside the U.S. In my case, I'm from Brazil. DK said they are obligated to take 30% to pay U.S. taxes. Yeah, it's super frustrating, man. Um, if you're from outside the U.S., Amuse might be your way to go. I think they're from they're based in Sweden. They're in Stockholm. Um, how did you create the animation of your NFT? By the way, looking at it now. Hey, thanks for checking it out, dude. Uh, looks great. I appreciate you, man. So I did it all in um, Final Cut, which we can go through that on a live stream in the future if you guys want to. We can pick through how I did all this. Basically, what I did is, you know, different things. Like, so obviously, the this is the five-song EP. So these this top row is the individual tracks. And then this bottom one, bottom left is the full EP played through from start to finish, which is why it's five times the price of the others. These three do not include music, but they do include a free download to the EP. In fact, all of these have unlockable content, which is a free download of the EP for anybody who buys the NFT. These have multiple editions because they're not um, music. They're just art. And then these are all one of ones, which is why they're more expensive. Um, basically what I did, we'll take this one right here. This circuits cover art deluxe. This is probably the easiest one to, uh, explain polygons experiencing intermittent downtime. Cool. That's good to know. Um, well, in that case, we'll go back. So this one that, uh, there it is. This one basically is 
four layers. Um, I took the background layer, then I took the starry sky layer, then I took the city layer, and then the text layer. And I zoomed them all in and out at different rates. So that's why you get that parallax effect. And that's all I did, and I did it all in Final Cut. I just imported PNG ping files um, that I exported from my Affinity Photo file, which basically like Photoshop, layered them in Final Cut, and then keyframed them to zoom in and out. And that's what I did with all this stuff. I just keyframed ping layers, essentially, for all of it. Um, even the, the trading card here. Um, some of this digital stuff, these like digital numbers coming up and down and this big swirl effect here on the bottom left one, the complete EP is all, um, free, um, like graphic stuff. I think I got it from either like Pexels or Unsplash. I think it's Pexels. I think I got some of that stuff from Pexels and, uh, just overlaid it, set the, turn the opacity way down so that the background sort of disappears. Um, and, but that's why if you look at these, they're a little bit darker than the image itself up here it's because they're actually like full black background videos with the opacity at like 10% over top of this. So you get the white cut through of the text and stuff, but you don't get the black background hiding everything. So a little hack there. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, broken tea okay ramon yo tom thank you so much for the great vids on facebook and insta ads helped me a lot man i'm so glad thank you for hopping into the stream and telling me that ramon i'm happy to help dude um thanks for finding the channel let's see burros thanks tom no problem man i'm here to help green ring so do you get paid in eth still in open sea when minting through polygon so you get paid in wrapped eth um it is essentially ethereum um but it's wrapped for polygon so you can bridge this Ethereum back to the Ethereum mainnet for one-to-one. -one. Um, but your gas fee bridging from Polygon to Ethereum is going to be virtually nothing. But if you're bridging from Ethereum to Polygon, it's a lot substantial. So my recommendation is to probably go through like um, a, central exchange, a centralized exchange like uh, um, Crypto.com allows you to send Polygon both as an ERC-20 token to your MetaMask wallet on the Ethereum mainnet, and you can send it on the Polygon mainnet as well. A lot of exchanges don't allow you to do that. There are also other bridges. I'm trying to remember what they're called. I think one's called like Wormhole, where you can bridge from like a ton of different chains to other chains. So that might be worth checking out. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Dan, it does seem like it refreshes... Uh, it is a kind of new release in the previous streams carryover. Yeah, that's that's my plan. That's my hope. Uh, hey, thanks for the super chat, Broken Tea. I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Um, thanks, dude. Making me feel the love. <laughs> Cheers for the game, Tom. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, dude. Um, let's see, Dan. Ramon, today I released a song with Facebook ads. Uh, 50 euro daily budget now 17 to 20 um, cost per conversion. Okay. I think this is going to drop to 15. Question. Did you hear about the conversion API? What is it? And is it better than a pixel? So yes, I have heard about it. I've heard that it's better. I believe that it probably is better. 
I don't believe it is an option that is open to us for toned in landing pages. I think it is an option you can use for your own website, for Shopify, for those kinds of things. But I think for your own landing page, um, or for a toned in landing page, you don't have access to set up that conversion API. They would have to do it. Um, let's see, Malingo, that's correct from my experience. Okay. Re-release songs can still get RR placement, but in my experience, the pushes were pretty small and were never as big as the new pitch song. Thanks for uh, chiming in with that, Malinga. I appreciate that. Um, that's good to know. Uh, I am. I, I remain hopeful that this will work out. Um, we'll hop back over here. I remain hopeful this will work out. I am a little bit bummed that I'm not going to be able to showcase kind of like pumping the release radar algorithm as much this year, but I definitely had my fair share of it last year. So that's good. Um, but I am hopeful that it will happen. So I'm happy to hear that it is possible. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, let's see. Burrows. I watched your new vid yesterday and wanted to ask you more about it specifically tailored to my audience. Yeah. My top five countries are Taiwan, us, Brazil, Russian Federation, and Mexico. I want to really start focusing more on targeting USA, Canada, Australia, UK. Try creating new campaigns, just targeting them, but not getting any results. How would you go about trying to make the transition for my audience? So I'd probably do, I'd probably do the same thing that I have done. I would have the ad set for the US, ad set for the UK, Australia, and Canada, and then your top five ad set of the countries you listed and cap it at a dollar a day. And my guess is you'll probably see similar results to what I've got going on. So that that's what I would do. I would do basically exactly the same thing that I did. Just change out the countries in the top five slash top four ad set. That's it. Uh, Canal, my last release is ranked uh, sixth on my popular songs after like six weeks. Mainly just streams from followers and my growth campaign didn't have ads for that song. I thought it was interesting. Okay, cool. So no ads. I like it. Um... How did you pick your, oh, yeah, let's do that live stream. You got it, Broken T. We'll make some NFTs on here for sure. How did you pick your price for the NFT? So I did, my thought was this. So I've got all the songs are 0.1. The EP is 0.5, which is basically all five songs. And then my plan is to, I'm trying to remember the, how I did the math. The animated trading card and the animated cover art are like point zero one and then the still cover art seemed like point zero zero one or something like that i basically just get did kind of like some division on the way down um you know the one of ones i thought it was important to price them not like outlandishly but you know on the higher end of things i think right now given the price of ethereum it's about 300 bucks which i feel like is fair for a one of one uh you're going to get a free download and you are going to have access to, I'm going to have access to your wallet address to be able to airdrop things to you in the future, which I also think is important to remember when you're buying stuff like this. My plan for this year is to drop probably this collection of circuits across a bunch of different stuff um, to test things. I'm going to use this as my guinea pig to test things. And then I'm probably going to drop my album collection on Solana because I like Solana a lot and I want to be on that blockchain. So I think I'm going to drop my releases for that on Solana. And then my plan is to take all of that throughout the year and 
create some incentives for token holders. Um, I want to create some exclusive things that I will airdrop to people um, either by blockchain or what I may end up doing is like consolidating. Um, I might, I might send everybody a token that has like, here's, here is a, a web address to access a Solana token for free because you're a token holder of my NFT. Um, like just a picture, go to tomdupreethe3rd.com slash NFT slash Solana slash a bunch of chain of string of digits that are in, you know, not hackable and only you're going to have access to it. If you hold a token, you go here, you download this token on Solana. And when you log into discord, you'll get access to this community. You'll also inside of this community, you'll get access to this kind of content, exclusive merchandise, exclusive videos, exclusive chats and live streams and things like that. That's what I'm thinking about doing. So I want to keep adding value right now. I want to test a whole bunch of stuff, but my guess is I'm probably going to end up consolidating the Solana and um, doing everything from from there on out on that blockchain. So, but I don't want to like if you buy an NFT on Polygon, I don't want to be like, oh, you bought one on Polygon, so you don't you don't get access to the the upside. I don't think that's fair. So I want to figure out a way to do that. Um, let's see, Malingo. Also, just want to say thank you for doing what you do and for keeping a positive attitude the whole time. Man, thank you for saying that. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. With your help, I just landed my second editorial placement today. That is what is up. I love to hear it. Congratulations. Uh, Waviest one. Do you tend to use the same creative for one of one and 16 by nine ratio? Yes, I do. I just format it for the placement. Um, Ramon. Thanks, Tom. You're very welcome. Uh, let's see. No emotion. Gold mask. If you sell your song with 50% royalties, but the song gets removed from platforms, what do you think will happen? Um... I'm not quite sure I understand. Um, my guess is, oh, okay, I see. Um, I think that you'll just, you'll both stop collecting royalties off of it for streams from, unless you re-upload it with the same split. I think that's the way it works. Um, Boo Rose, thank you, Tom. Ah, man, you're so welcome. Well, guys, I think, um, I think that might be it for today. This has been an awesome first live stream of the year, y'all. Thank y'all for hopping in today. Um, I hope everything went well. I, I'm sorry about the ads interrupting. That's very frustrating and it won't happen again. I will definitely be fixing that in the future. Um, I'm not going to be putting monetization on my live streams when we go live anymore. It's really stupid that that happens. So I'm really sorry about that. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for being here. Let's have an awesome 2022, you guys. I think it's going to be an incredible year. I think we have a lot to look forward to. I am pumped to be on this journey with all of you. And uh, we won't be back next week. I'm gone. But the week after, you will see when I roll this uh, outro tile. Have It has the schedule. It's probably going to be on this side. The schedule is listed for the next uh, three weeks. So you'll be able to see when we're going live again. But we'll be back here going live again in two weeks. And I'll figure out what we're going to do for that live stream. Maybe we will look at making some NFTs. Uh, maybe we'll look through some more ad stuff. So uh, we'll figure it out. Um, but until next time, thanks for being here and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.